Peace to the Maroons. Welcome to Maroon Cloth, episode four. Oh man, like, I don't watch a lot on TV, and I haven't been keeping up with HBO's Lovecraft Country. The plot is out there, so I just need to take time, sit down, and really follow the plot because, you know, these scenes are just, they seem to come out of nowhere. I just have to find that little continuity, but. On Sunday, I did watch Lovecraft Country, and I did watch Power Book 2 on Stars, and both of them featured gay scenes. Like, in Lovecraft Country, the character portrayed by Michael K. Williams, who played, he's a black actor who played um, the gay drug dealer Robert Omar in The Wire, he's participating in a scene with cross-dressers in it. And on this week's episode of Power Book 2, there was a gay sex scene. And this is a pattern I've noticed in black TV shows, especially in recent times. There have been scenes portraying black males as effeminate or homosexual. And in stories like Empire, American Gods, When They See Us, P-Valley. Like, I thought P-Valley was going to be whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I just thought it was going to be more entertaining. But once I see some dark skin dude with purple lipstick, I'm like, nah, I'm, out of, I'm not into all that. I'm not watching that. But it seems par for the course to include flamboyant gay black characters in a lot of these television programs so naturally black people are very observant so we notice things like that but we're also very good at sweeping questions and concerns under the rug in order to appear to be progressive thinking and it quells many of the opportunities for constructive conversations in many realms so from my experience I think black women are very likely to go to bat for and defend black male homosexuality and all of its aspects and negative associations out of a sense of solidarity and empathy. And I have seen black women normalize homosexuality on many occasions, but I also know that many black men conform to this progressive attitude too due to a fear of being ostracized and chastised by women and gays and the greater society that's pushing it. I never really had that problem. Uh, I went to Mega Evers, which is like a majority um, black. It, it's a it's a predominantly black school, um, and it's mostly women in there. And I remember I was in my personalities class, and I think the topic was it had to do with homosexuality. And earlier that week, I was walking behind two black women, and they were talking about their friend, and he he mentioned something about some gay people and then they were talking about him and then they were like oh he said something about the gay person you know what that means the insinuation being because he mentioned something about a gay person then he also engages in homosexual activity and that doesn't really affect me when i hear things like i just like people love to weaponize certain cliches and words against people it's like you don't have that power over me you know what i'm saying i'm gonna speak my mind so i'm in class and later that week because that was early in the week but later that week something similar happens because we're in class and personalities and we're discussing um sex and gender and me i try to learn as much as i can i ask whatever questions come to my head but you know some girl she was like oh she brought up the same thing basically that these the, the same typical conversation that these other two chicks were having about oh like oh it's weird when straight guys say something about gay guys that's weird why do you care i listen man i raised my hand and i'm just like look i don't see why people should have to pretend that they suddenly 
are incapable of perceiving certain things just because and it is it's out of fear of how they're perceived and especially i'm in a class full of women but i've been going to that school i went to that school on and off i dropped out in 2012 i went back in 2017 and i finished in 2019 like i'm used to being in an atmosphere and i'm raised with women mostly i'm used to being in an atmosphere with women so i don't see much of a difference in terms of cognition and opinions and things like that i just see the distinction i make is between genuine thought and disingenuous thought so just because someone is straight doesn't mean they suddenly can't see gay people doesn't mean they don't suddenly have an opinion of gay people and effeminate behavior any straight man that doesn't really sit well with them and i think that recent human history will tell you that it's not like so I think that a lot of straight dudes have had to go in the closet about how an effeminate man, like if a dude is acting effeminate around me, I take that as flirting. Like don't flirt. Like you just have to basically put your foot down. Like don't flirt with me. Like I don't care. Like I'm all for tolerance as in you not getting beat up on account of you being gay or you doing what you want to do, getting married and all that and receiving benefits during marriage. But don't push more than that. Like no one is entitled to my respect because they are whatever it is they identify as and i don't really rock with a lot of tenets of whatever it is that they're trying to push either so i'll let that be known and it it all makes me wonder if the gay agenda is actually a myth because throughout black people's history of forced interaction with these caucasians there have been many tactics set in place to prevent us from coming to our full apotheosis as a people these tactics include genocide chemical warfare you had lynchings all types of edu quote-unquote education which is really indoctrination psychological indoctrination the deprivation of human and civil rights um we've been afflicted with disadvantage like not just segregation but disadvantageous segregation laws and policies and misrepresentation in the american judicial system and we've been afflicted with abortions, various scientific experimentations in the domain of female and male sterilization and sexually transmitted diseases and various forms of torture. And we've also had to deal with rape and castration dating back to slavery times, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of this is just passed on generationally and there's a lot of child sexual abuse that goes undiscussed. So there has been a nonstop assault on black um on black regeneration and according to psychologists such as Francis Crest Welsing, um the paradigm of white supremacist thought stems primarily from the fear that Europeans have a genetic annihilation. So unlike Europeans, we're fully capable of removing perceived whiteness through so called interracial sexual intercourse while whiteness being the abstinence of melanin in skin pigmentation but caucasians at a disadvantage in terms of overpowering dominant black genes so they have um they have to and they have utilized a vast array of methods for subjugating and oppressing black people and i find it disingenuous for anyone to pretend that their methods would fall short of the media because the media has been used nonstop to portray us in a negative light for centuries. So, you know, gay people have a tendency to argue that it's a good thing that they have representation, 
but I seldom hear the question of why it is good asked or answered. Why would the enemy of all things do anything good for black people? You know what I'm saying? Like you see yourself on TV, but why? You know what I mean? Uh, but homosexuality isn't some new invention. It's been throughout antiquity. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rome and Greece, and obviously the the account of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis. That um, whether you believe it or not, um, the fact that also the fact that homosexuality is unlawful in Israelite tradition and infers that the act existed in the Levant. The the act existed in the Levant. Sorry, I dropped my microphone. The act existed in the Levant thousands of years ago. You know. You also have it's hypothesized that it existed in Egypt. So, like, I hear a lot of conjecture and wordplay involved with the LGBT community, um, but not enough empiricism. So, when I was in college, right, the curriculum in my sociology class included the assertion that, um, that one's gender is not fixed. And I refuse to accept that as empirical. Gender is fundamentally determined by one's sex. A girl is a girl because she has female genitalia and a boy is a boy because he has male genitalia. Someone being male but not feeling male and or identifying as male does not make them female. And vice versa with the females not feeling female but not, that, that doesn't make them a male. You know what I'm saying? It's clearly society that bullies people into pretending that it is so. It's like I'm a human being and I, I've used this. Well, I've used I, I just started using this one. But if I'm a human being and I identify as a chicken, that doesn't make that doesn't make it lawful for someone to murder and eat me. You know what I'm saying? It's still it's still manslaughter. It's still cannibalism. You feel me? So it's very concerning that all empirical studies and critical thinking revolving a matter have been tossed out the window to appease to a group's feelings. There's a lot of medical journalism and medicine and therapy research that's contingent on a study of gay people and transsexual people in order to help them. But to just act like someone is normal by definition because they are a little boy who believes that they are a little girl is completely irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what is it? DSM, it categorized homosexuality, so homosexuality as um, a mental disorder um, just a few years ago, whatever the case may be. And now it's not, suddenly. So... Like, if your child is seven years old and the television has fully normalized transsexualism and your seven-year-old son says, Daddy, I'm a girl, then it's suddenly okay to slap a dress on your kid, feed him hormones, and mutilate his genitals. That's child sex abuse and pedophilia. And Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union and parents like them who sexualize their children in such blatant ways are reprehensible Hollywood weirdos. But anyway, homosexual black men are the most likely group to contract HIV in the United States. So something like that, that aspect of the homosexual lifestyle that is being sold and that a lot of people have brought 
have bought is seldom, if ever, publicized. I don't watch much of any overtly gay programming, so maybe there are some programs with some nuanced programs out there that explore the issues associable with the lifestyle, of which I'm not aware, but I'm not aware, I don't know, but... Studies have also shown that homosexual tendencies and behaviors frequently stem from childhood trauma and sex abuse and a lack of a fatherly presence in the household. So for people to enable homosexual flamboyancy just so they can have gay friends is time wasted that could be better spent encouraging black men to restore relationships and seek therapy. I truly see the pandemic of homosexuality among black people as a concerted attack against masculinity in terms of our black men and against femininity against black women and it is an effective tactic of destroying the black family even further and it's clearly taking root so gay black men are are the most likely in the u.s to contract hiv followed by um gay latinos and gay white men right and after this is from the cdc and after white gay men is black heterosexual women. So you have the top tier of HIV contractors be homosexuals. Starting, of course, at the top of the list, black males, homosexual black males. Then you got more homosexuals. You got Latinos and you got Caucasian. Right? And then you have straight black women right after that. So I don't know that... <laughs> That is so crazy. Um, and it's, it's ironic. You know, it's not funny. It's ironic because it's the straight black women who are also like the white blood cells for gayness. They defend gayness, but they're suffering the most from gay diseases. You know what I'm saying? That after black women, people who inject drugs and then straight black men. And like I said, that's the CDC. HIV was once referred to as a gay disease, but people didn't like that. But a gay black man is many times more likely to contract HIV during homosexual activity than anyone else. And the first in the group of straight people is black women. So we need to recontextualize this thing. It's not as cute as people want it to be. It's sad. There are a lot of things attached to this thing that are not promoted but I think that an issue that black people are susceptible to is, is as follows. I think that you have too many black men willing to acquiesce for the sake of appearing, of not embarrassing themselves in front of black women and not embarrassing themselves in front of society. Because I think that a problem that people have, especially when they're college educated, is that they let the college play around with their brain they don't ask enough they don't do enough critical thinking and ask enough questions so that they can cap over whatever it is the professor's trying to sell you if the professor's telling you the truth then you should be able to break it down from all levels you should be able to ask your question that arises due to critical thinking and your professor should be able to satisfy you with an answer if he's not capable of doing so then whatever is told to you whatever is sold to you you have to take that with a handful of salt and maybe just use it you know what i'm saying do your research of course further your own understanding of the topic that the professor clearly has no mastery of but also whatever he tells you use it to pass your tests so that you can excel in school and get the degree and not waste your own time do what you want to do but i i just think that lgbt is pointless 
you know, except for the point of, like, tolerance, you know, obviously gay people shouldn't be killed because they're gay and nobody should be killed for something like that. But I think it's mostly about self-identifying and feeling good, especially in the United States, for sure. And throwing tantrums and pretending to be like the black struggle at every opportunity. And I'm tired of being categorized for the benefit of others and being co-opted. So, like, LGBT has literally co-opted the entire rainbow, the entire visible spectrum of light, almost as if to say that one must accept what one is seeing, just let it happen. Like, the rainbow has a lot of cultural significance. If you read the Torah or the Old Testament of the Bible, then you know that the rainbow signifies the covenant that God made with Noah about, you know, that the earth wouldn't be destroyed and its inhabitants wouldn't be destroyed by a flood ever again. It's not a symbol that the U.S. government made with sodomites, but, you know, these are the times we're living in. So, you know, LGBT was invented in 1990s, but it's a slogan used to encompass the entire human history of non-heterosexual or non-procreative sex. Jesse Jackson used it before that, you know, for civil rights organization that he had that was co-opted but that's what they do like they co-opt the black thing you know obama painted the the white house of skittles and all you know what i'm saying it's just so it's, it's just a floodgate man and this is what people have been talking about it's like you got you got legislature in california that decriminalizes the spread of hiv aids the weaponization of hiv aids so you could give somebody AIDS in California and not suffer any real consequences for it. You could you could give somebody a whole death sentence, an incurable virus, and nothing, and, you know, not nothing, but nothing happened to you. It's really some wickedness, man. It's like you got to really look at this thing on certain levels and understand how it affects an already disenfranchised people. And I'm talking to black people particularly. You can't just be bashful about it like, oh, don't say anything about this. Listen, man, it's not all rainbows, man. This is serious business, man. This is really one. This is really one prong among many that is affecting black people. And if you pretend not to notice that, then I can't really deal with you on any type of level because it's just so blatantly obvious. And I'm not here saying that it's impossible to be gay, but, but all the rhetoric that comes from the LGBT that people just take on and adopt and do no empirical research, what kind of... Prove to me, all right? Prove to me that a transsexual is someone born in the wrong body. Prove that it's not engineered. Prove that it's not conditioned. Prove that the television has no effect. You know what I'm saying? What these children watch, what is made okay and what is normalized on television that wasn't on television before. Prove that it doesn't change the psychology drastically of children before you just tell me that, yeah, you know, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? The amount of suicides that stem from transsexualism, homosexuality, things like that. The amount of child abuse that they undergo that people are not even privy to, but they just think that their lifestyle is so cute. These people, a lot of them, a lot of us need therapy. I think that everybody could benefit from therapy, but don't just act like an entire lifestyle is what's up because it's been sold to you. That's Listen, man, I'm going to speak on it because that's one of my pet peeves. It's like everybody's afraid for one reason or another. And it's like too many dudes are too comfortable with, oh, like, 
I, I'm progressive. I'm I'm a I'm not a homophobe. You can't survive around me if you a homophobe or whatever. You can't weaponize the word homophobe with me. The, the, the term homophobe, it might seem like it means fear of homosexuals or whatever, just from a surface level. But read the definition. It's like it's okay to be a quote unquote homophobe or whatever, just to not get down with that lifestyle, to not entertain as a man, a man flirting with you, you're heterosexual. What are you dealing with gay people for? I just don't understand. I'm not saying don't speak to them. I'm not saying that if it's a black man, that's not your brother or whatever. But the conversation, there, there are conversations that need to be had is all I'm saying. And if people don't want to be genuine with you, if you really feel there's something going on, something strange going on, too much being pushed, then you need to push back. Otherwise, you're not thinking in the world. Um, don't just accept what you're seeing. Like, I kind of want to speak on what I'm seeing. Like, like somebody showed me something with Tom Hanks, you know, um, in Greece because, you know, some conspiracy and then somebody got killed. You know, this was over the weekend. Somebody showed me this. And even in California, they are making strides. So I've heard into basically decriminalizing, illegalizing pedophilia. And the sexualization of those children is child molestation. That's child abuse. All of that, it comes through the portal of LGBT or, you know what I'm saying, that whole pansexual, bestiality, um, whatever, just umbrella of that Aleister Crowley do-what-thou-will spirit that's infecting the planet. It all comes through that portal, man. That's So ain't nothing cute about the idea of sexual deviancy, of sodomy, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing cute about the idea of do whatever you want to whoever you want. And people don't really look at it that deeply. Like, the whole conversation that was being had about, oh, um, not only a lot of gays to marry, it's going to open floodgates or whatever. I mean, is that completely untrue? Because now the same group that's advocating for that is advocating for other strange things. You know what I'm saying? Where does it stop, really? Where does it stop? So, and this is not like, because like I said, LGBT, unless they want to come out and say they are an organization, it's more of a slogan used to encompass, a sloganeering used to encompass the entire history of and possibility of human, whatever, non-heterosexual human sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just, you got to draw the line somewhere, man. Everything ain't just cool. Because society says it's cool. Anyway, I'm going to holler at y'all next week, man. Peace. Stay up.